You're listening to Finale, Episode 8, The Office. podcast that revisits the series finale of beloved TV shows that at least one of us have watched. I'm Carrie Angolia, and I'm here with Ron Richards. Hello, Carrie. Hello. We're back. We sure are. <laughs> and we have an exciting double episode thing going on here. Yeah, we've got a little a little double feature creature feature happening. A little, a little concept. We're, we're, this is the part one of a part two episode uh, where we are going to be talking about the offices. The, yeah, the off office size. <laughs> uh, we're going to start with the American office. For no good reason other than that's the one we watched first. Right. And um, I, now I can't talk about it any other way. So, yeah, so so for, you know, astute TV you know fans know that The Office originated in the UK with Ricky Gervais uh, and then was spun off in America with Steve Carell. Uh, but for some reason, we wa- I think we watched The American Office first because it was shorter. Yeah. And then that sounds like something Yeah, we do. only had a certain amount of time, and I'm like, we'll watch the UK one tomorrow, and that one is longer. But so, stay tuned. Next episode will be about the British Office series finale, but for now we're talking about the American Office season finale. Um, so before we dive in, a little bit about the, the show itself. It ran for nine seasons, a total of 201 episodes. Uh, this series finale aired on May 16th, 2013. So five years ago, my math, yeah, five years ago, um, and it was a double-length episode. It was an hour-long episode, whereas normally it was a half-hour sitcom type thing. And uh, 5.69 million people watched this series finale. And how does that stack up as I far as? I oh. I mean, I just like to give some sort of context. I know, but I, I don't mean, know what it means. As far as TV now goes, more than five million is a lot. It, okay. Yeah, but it, but you know, TV audiences are are waning. And right. So, yeah. So. Um, all right, so that said, Carrie, what is your history with The Office? So The Office is a show that I know exists. <laughs> Did you, have you ever watched any of it? No. No, <laughs> I never watched an episode. I I kind of saw if someone posted something on Facebook or, like, linked to a YouTube clip or something. Like, I vaguely know. Like, I know who Jim and Pam are. Right. I know who Steve Carell is. Like, I basically know some of the main characters, but I know that's where a lot of people came from. Okay. Right? They went off and did other things afterwards, and I may have noticed them afterwards and then realized they all originated right. and had their kind of breakout moment in the office. So it was on for nearly a decade. Yeah. I don't and you worked in office environments, so not like the, that's what she said and like the other little bits of the office-isms didn't yeah. eke into your world at all? I or? mean, sure, but just because someone quotes something doesn't mean I'm going to rush out and... I don't know if you guys have picked up on this, but I, I don't really watch a lot of TV. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes, I had heard people talking about it, Okay. but, you know, it didn't really compel me. All right. Um, interesting. So I, I did watch... I watched every... I watched the whole run. I was a huge fan of the British office, and then when the American version started, I was there from day one, and I'm pretty sure I watched it every week that it came out all nine years, all 201 episodes. So, 
Yeah, I, 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 my fans, sure, I enjoyed it. There were some moments. Did you, are um, you, do you call yourselves officers? I, I, I wouldn't go as far to join the fandom grouping. I haven't gone to any conventions. I haven't made a pilgrimage to Scranton or anything like that. People, yeah. Do people do that? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. There's office like trivia nights at bars where all the well, questions are just the office. That doesn't surprise me. That's weird. That's weird. Why is that weird? Because I feel like TV trivia is fine, is well rounded, but that is. Just, I mean, I guess it's just that it's, it's. I mean. It's so. Did you not recently go to a trivia night that was relatively specific? Let's. We're not talking about that. I we're know. Just, I'm just I, saying. I, I, <laughs> it's just. Wait, if there were a Seinfeld trivia night. I guess that would make more sense because I, I guess I, I, I guess I give, yeah, but Seinfeld was on as long or less than. The yeah, office. so I'm yeah. saying. All right, yeah, fine, fine. I'm saying to each their own. There are a lot to each their own. There are a lot of fans of The Office out there. So, all right, so so you'd never seen a single episode. No. Okay. Did you know about the format? Like, did yeah. you understand like what it is? How? So I get the basic frame narrative that they're doing a documentary about an office. Okay. I never. I don't know if they ever explained why, okay. but I got that part. Okay. Because I think it now, did you get that television. In, did you get that in watching the finale, or you knew that just like I, knew that. Guess. Okay. I knew that going yeah. in. Yeah. But I but I do think that that was a, I don't want to say a pivotal moment in television, because I don't really know, but right. it seemed significant in that that format proliferated after that, yeah. right? Parks and Rec kind of did that, yeah. and I'm sure other television shows I can't think of right now. Um, and that seemed to be like a thing that people took on right. this kind of addressing the camera directly addressing the camera and it's even exists today you might I, I sometimes see things on Twitter where it's someone says something and then it'll say narrator this is not the thing right Someone's well that's opposite. that's arrested development oh so arrested development is the same no that arrested development just had a narrator it wasn't doc style like where uh, this is doc style but whenever you see the net that's actually arrested development oh. yeah so they're, they're like they're well, like like the joke is that like i'm never doing this again and the narrator says he, he did he, he yeah. did it immediately after this yeah <laughs> so, so perhaps it's safe to say arrested development was influenced by the office in some way i think it's no, no, I wouldn't even say that because because all Arrested Development had was a narrator, where The Office doesn't have a narrator. They just had the doc style type thing. Yeah, but you think Arrested Development was influenced more by The Wonder Years than The Office? Yes. Really? Yeah. I guess maybe I should watch that show. Yeah, well, you've never watched Arrested Development either. No, no, we we could talk about that at a later date. <laughs> all right, but enough. So so you knew it was a documentary, and so uh, I guess let's talk about the finale episode. Um, I, I thought the pre- the whole premise of the finale episode I thought was interesting in that it's it's a year later. Yeah, and, and they did start with that. Right. So and they start with uh, one year later, and right. I think the only thing I said during the whole episode because I try to stay quiet because I try to save it for this conversation, but it's really hard because I keep on looking at you being like, ah, I want to mention this, but the, I did say as soon as it started, one year later. Right. And they acknowledge the fact that it says one year later after the documentary is aired and they're all gathering in Scranton for like a panel to talk about the documentary at the same time as it's Dwight Dwight and Angela's wedding. And so it's an excuse to get the the old get the band back together again premise. Yes. So what what were your thoughts on on that as a concept? I was glad that Jim at one point said, oh, they think it's a coincidence, but we really, we planned it so that this would all happen on the same day. Because I kept on thinking... Really? Yeah. Dwight's wedding is the same day? And also, the day of your wedding, you're going to do a panel in the morning? Like, well, Dwight, none of that... Dwight's not, Dwight and Angela aren't the normal type, so... I yeah. noticed that. <laughs> I did notice that. 
<laughs> so, all right. So that that is the premise. So, what 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 questions do you got? What else do you take away from the uh, from the finale? Um, it's a lot more earnest than I thought it was going to be. Okay. I have I have a couple of questions for you. Yeah. Okay. Is this show haha funny? That I mean, that's a really good question because I was as we were watching it, I was thinking to myself, wow. I'm not laughing out loud at anything, and yet I have memories of laughing out loud at the show. I feel like, so a lot of these finales, especially Get the Band Back Together finale, often try to give everyone their moment and and make sure that, especially on an ensemble cast, what this turned into an ensemble cast um, did, and they really did that a lot in this, where I think that, like, Here's what's going on with Dwight and Angela. Here's what's going on with Jim and Pam. Here's what's going on with Daryl. Here's what's going on with with Ed Helms and you know um, Andy. That's his character, Andy Bernard. Um, you know, and and even even Creed, who was like a like there was a lot of background characters that emerged with personality that evolved from when the show started. That they even gave them their shining moments. And I think I, I think I chuckled a couple times. Yeah. And but I did not I did not laugh out loud it a single a, time. It was a quiet viewing. It was a it was a quiet viewing. We had a quiet yeah. viewing, yeah. and and that always leads me to question, like, is this a good show? Like, what <laughs> were we? Just, did half the country, 5.69 million people, were they just in a trance somehow? <laughs> because. I get that it was popular, and I get that it was funny, and I yeah. get that it was unique for its time and its moment. Yep. Purely based on the series finale. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I get it. I, I get that it's weird. It was definitely weird. Well, the, the Dwight stuff is Dwight was the weird of the show, and, right? And this, this was heavy Dwight, so. Heavy Dwight. Yeah. And cool. Right. I, you know, sure. And I get why I didn't watch it, because a lot of Dwight stuff especially is a little cringy for me. Yeah. It's like a little awkward-based humor. Well, this 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 whole thing was cringe humor. I mean, like, part of it was... And, like, what I feel bad is that you didn't get the whole... The office, Once Steve Carell left the show, the, he was really the emotional center of the show, and there was so much of the humor was cringy and how bad could it get, and, like, oh, I can't believe this, and you imagine yourself working there... And it just it just it, totally crazy and that sort of thing. Take him out of the mix, and and it, it felt like there was a hole in the show. And 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 I think that happened in this finale too. I was surprised. So I was glad he was there. He did show up. And his role was very, very small. He had like two lines. Yeah. Maybe. And I thought. Just knowing the little I know about it, that he was kind of the linchpin of the whole thing. And it was a Steve Carell vehicle almost at the beginning. Yep. And it was all him all the time. And they gave a nod to that. Right. And he had a moment, but he didn't have comedy lines. Nope. He didn't have awkwardness. He didn't have really cringeness. He had like one funny line. Yep. And that was a good line. But really, again, I was overwhelmed with how. It was just emotional and earnest, Yeah. but in a comedy setting, which felt a little odd. Right. Well, yeah. Well, once he left, Jim and Pam really became the emotional center of the show, and it was their kind of adventure. And, and their... So how long ago did, how long through the series did they get together? Um, that's a very good question. I don't remember. Because um, they had two kids in the, so they get married in season six, 
Yeah, so they Jim proposes in season five, and they get married in season six, and I think maybe season four is when they got together. So. So that's half half ish way through the show. Yep. I assume a lot of the beginning was a will they won't they kind of. The first three or four seasons was will they won't. She had an awful boyfriend, Roy, who was like a, who worked in the warehouse, who was you know not good to her, and Jim, you know, and it was a will they will they won't they, and that was the B plot to. Steve Carell as the boss and everything going on in the office, right? And then, yeah. I So I imagine things shifted drastically yep. once you have Steve Carell leaving, Jim and Pam get together, because then it's kind of a rom-com set in an office, right? and it really felt that way, and it even felt like, you know, all Shakespearean comedies have an A couple and a B couple, and the A couple get married and have like their real drama and the B couple kind of has some side drama and comedy. And that's what it felt like. It felt like Dwight and Angela were the B couple. There were a lot of B couples. There was also, I don't know if you picked up on it, but Mindy Kaling and Ryan. Yeah. Well, I picked up on it because they ran away together. (laughs) Right, right. But they were a, they were a B couple. Yeah. Um, Also, um, who else? Oh, Andy Bernard and um, the Kimmy Schmidt. The I forget yeah. her character's name, but the the the, the replacement receptionist once uh, Pam moved up and I liked her on. moment. Yeah, she had a fun moment in the finale with Ed Bagley Jr. and weird cameos. Weird cameos in this episode. So not only did they have um, not only did they have uh, Joan Cusack and Ed, Ed Begley Jr., but they also had uh, Dakota Johnson, who was I don't know if you noticed her, but she was. I the, wrote in my notes that's Dakota someone. Yeah. And um, Rachel Harris is Angela's girl. Who I like. What happened to Rachel Harris? I liked her. Um, yeah, they just had, and they had a moment with Bill Hader and Seth Meyers, which I thought was very funny and very well, you know. The note um, that I made went that happened relatively early in the episode. Yeah. And I I remember thinking this might end up being my favorite part of this show. <laughs> just because you like Seth Meyers. I like Seth Meyers and Bill Hader, but they were funny. And they, they were. were funny in a, in a little bit more of a traditional way that doesn't make me uncomfortable. Right. Whereas this show. I assume was funny right. because otherwise why would it have stayed on the air for so long? Right. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't that. It wasn't funny. It was it was emotional. Like Jim is clearly a great guy. Everyone loves Jim. It could have been called Everyone Loves Jim. <laughs> and I guess Pam is good. Yeah. No, Pam is Pam is good. They they were a good couple. They they ended up being and, and you believe them. Yeah. Like you believe they, they were together. Um, it was it was never forced or anything like that. And everyone just kind of circled around them in an orbit. Um, you know, Steve Carell left after season seven, so you had two seasons of the Jim and Pam show with all the, you know, and of course they had they had they had kids and they had problems and Jim wanted to go do another job and and right. and all this sort of stuff. So like it, it definitely became like like a rom com like kind of family based rom com that just had a lot of the wackiness of the office behind them you know um, there's a whole by the way there's a whole era of the office which says you didn't watch it you missed out on but after Michael Scott who's Steve Carell's character leaves um, at one point they bring in James Spader as the boss of the office and his name I is mean, his name is Robert California and he, it, it's an amazing performance I mean I would watch James Spader. Read the phone book, as we know, <laughs> or tell time. So Spader is uh, is always a good thing. Unfortunately, he wasn't in this episode. So no, he did not make a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think that I, I it was funny because I knew so I hadn't watched this since it was on in 2013. I knew Steve Carell had left, and I forgot that he came back in the finale. And actually, when he came back, I was like, oh yeah, he came back. And at, from that point on, I was reminded how much of a void there was caused by his departure. Yeah. Um, so. 
I mean, I think that there were a couple of themes that I thought were interesting that they explored. I liked the Ed Helms be celebrity viral video, but he turned it all around. Like I liked that whole part yep. that had a nice level of awkwardness, but also again, that earnestness that like, Hey guys, it's all okay. Everything's going to be fine. And I think that that was really not what I expected from the show. I don't get why these people are all so close. Right. right. Like that's a lot of time to hang out with people in your office. And I know that that's the show. So of course you have to hang out with the people like any, any law procedural, you'd be like, wow, those lawyers spent a lot of time together and any doctor procedural. <laughs> okay. the premise. Right? Like I, so I'm, I'm willing to go there, but I questioned it just because the relationships were so bizarre right. that it felt like just odd. And but I did like the Ed Helms piece. I liked the, um, I mean, I kind of liked Pam's at the end, her little soliloquy, her wrap up about how there's beauty in ordinary things. And I kind of wondered, is that what this show was about? Is that what this show was about? Is that, yes, we're going to take a microscope on the mundane existence of life but there's beauty in there. And what I expected this show to be was we're going to take a microscope microscope to the boring things of life and it's going to be really funny. But it it was a little bit yeah. American beautied. Like, let's just watch this paper bag float in the wind. Yeah. Single tear. <laughs> it was just more of that than I expected. Right. All right. Interesting. So after the hour-long finale and knowing that there is nine seasons before this, uh, would you go back and watch it? Oh, no. No. <laughs> why no. not? No, why? Why? Because it was a long, like, uh, that was a long series finale. It was an hour, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, the, the, the regular episodes were a half hour, so it's 20 goodness. minutes or so. <laughs> But you don't want to know whether that's where she said that's what she said jokes came from. And like, I mean, you know. it's pretty easy to imagine where that came from. Yeah. People have also been saying that since before that. Yeah, I know, but that really kind of. It, it, I'm it, I'm glad it was funny. Yeah. I just think it, it you had to be there. Yeah. You know, I think I would have had to have been in that moment with the rest of the country. Right. To really appreciate what this was all about, because after the fact, I don't get what it was all about. I feel like a little kid. Now, some of you may be offended by this, but when I was little and I watched Lucille Ball, I was like, yeah, I don't get why that's funny. Oh, my God. What do you mean? I just, I didn't think it was funny. What episode? I, the whole show. When she's with Harpo Marx and, they're, and, they're, and she's just like, oh, episodes, that was a great episode. Like, why is the premise funny? Like, why is it funny that because, she's, Because, so like, she's, she's a 50... Oh, now it's, it's she's a whole other show. She's a troublemaker. Yeah. And like, husband is upset about... Oh, no. I don't... I don't... I don't... Anyway. I love Lucy. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like I missed it. And it's possible that this kind of humor goes over my head. Right. Or it just gets under my skin. I don't know which well, one. Well, you definitely don't like the cringy humor. Although this episode didn't have a lot of cringe. But you don't generally... I, I, right. I would, when you said you'd never watch The Office, I wasn't surprised knowing that you don't like cringe humor and that sort of thing. So. Although I have to say, from what I understand, the Dwight is the cringiest... No. I guess in the latter years. In the latter... Well, not even that. I mean, Dwight, Dwight, the, Dwight was just... They just... Dwight became a... I want to say caricature, but I don't know what he's what he's satirizing. Well, but, so yeah, that's a question. What was his whole 
what? the shrewd tradition and they have a weird different language because they're in pennsylvania and like so it's like oh, so, a, so, so it's a take on pennsylvania dutch but like they're a weird family so like all the stuff isn't actually pennsylvania dutch i mean like his brother Moe's has the beard oh, and like his brother yeah yeah and all this sort of stuff but like it was like the idea of pennsylvania dutch in the scranton area but like you know turned on its side to be weird yeah so that's that's all it was he's a it, and that was funny it had its moments. Some people thought it was funny. I personally didn't love it. I personally didn't love it. You um, like Michael Scott? Yes, the Mi- Michael Scott cringe moments were more were more amusing. Yeah, um, and I saw him. Yeah. You know, in the series finale, he was definitely a father figure. Everyone loved him. Like everybody yeah. loved everybody so much. <laughs> Which is funny because they hated each other for most of the season of the show. <laughs> but all right. Well, any other questions about the show? Any other burning uh, after watching it? No. No? Okay. <laughs> no, I ran through. I just wanted to go through my notes. These are some of my notes. Dwight is a jerk. Yes. Jim and Pam are cute. <laughs> hey, it's that guy from Timeless. You're right, yes. Uh, Rufus from Timeless was, uh, was Stanley's replacement. So, uh, not Dakota Fanning, D- Dakota, D- Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. <laughs> is that Dakota someone? Uh, yeah. And then, you, did, you did note here, I see that, that they're doing a panel about the show, and that's meta. That's really... Only a handful of times did they acknowledge the documentary being happening. Yeah. Like, that was the one thing. is like they were just doing these interviews, and you didn't know what it was for. When Michael left, there was a thing with him taking his mic off at the airport, like, when his goodbye, and, like, that was a moment. But, like, the fact that they acknowledged that this was a documentary that aired on PBS and, like, was a real thing was super kind of show in the show meta kind of thing, which I thought was interesting because they'd never really done that. And so. I think you have you have to do that yeah. at a series finale that's supposed to have the frame narrative of this being a documentary. Yeah. You have to have the documentary part in there. And I'm glad that they went back and kind of talked about what it was like to be on TV. And it was interesting to me that... Even the people in the crowd clearly loved Jim yeah. and didn't like Pam as much. And I'm sure that that's what happened over time as the seasons went on. Reflected that, yeah. That his celebrity star yeah. kind of rose in a different way than other celebrity stars rose. And I was curious about, though, this episode before the series finale, the one that's a year ago. Yep. How did that, did that showcase the ending of the documentary or did it cut off just as the documentary was continuing no it it it, it just ended as a whole nother thing and in fact it, it throws back to you know jim and uh jim and dwight are in the office doing their stuff and andy goes on the next great acapella sensation and the year later is deal you don't see what happens gotcha. with that. yeah so that is yeah so the, it, there was loose loose ties to the finale but it didn't like say, and we're done with the with the. the right, yeah, and I'm didn't, kind of yeah. curious how the documentary itself ended. Yeah. yeah. But I guess we don't get to know that. Nope. Because no one cares. No one cares. Because it's supposed to be funny. Exactly. Yeah, wasn't that funny? <laughs> okay, so all right, so the Office U.S. series not gonna watch. It's a I, thumbs down. That's a safe. That's a safe now. Okay, safe now. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this part one of our special Office two-part special. Tune in next week when we're talking about the office that started it all, the British office uh, and their series finale. Um, So make sure you come back and check that out. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to us. We're available. I mean, if you're listening to this, you already found us, but we're everywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, 
all the fun stuff. Go check that out. Um, and of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Finale Podcast and on Facebook at Finale Podcast. Um, and there you can leave comments or questions for us there. I mean, every once in a while, yeah. I'm going to post a baby picture of Ron. There's a, a limited number of TV shows that that I look like the characters, like the Wonder Years. Still, how many do we need? I mean, just the one just is the pretty one. good. Go to, go to Facebook.com uh, slash Finale Podcast to see what Carrie's talking about there. Um, and you can find all the episodes at FinalePodcast.com. So until next time, uh, I guess I don't have a witty thing about The Office. I'm just, I, I don't know. I I thought you would have gone back to want to watch some of it. I thought the Jim and Pam stuff would have gotten you. Yeah. No? No. That's much. Sorry. Right.